BS Free Witchcraft is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Nerd and Tie produces podcasts ranging from actual play to true crime, and you can find more at nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. Welcome to BS Free Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement. Mine's a lot of the usual, well, bullshit. I'm Trey Dorn, and it is January. We have made it to a new year. New year, uh, same witch. Uh, <laughs> and what we're talking about this month is uh ironically what i planned on talking about anyways but then a particular trend kicked off on tiktok and 2023 started out with a whole trend of lucky girl videos what is lucky girl you ask uh here's a here's a sample Eat our favorite meal from home while we tell you about our experiment that we ran while we were at college because it literally kind of changed our life. We started. Did. Tell them what we did. Okay, so I saw this TikTok that was like this girl talking about her favorite affirmations. This and was like, like three months ago. Yeah, this was a while ago. And she said that she was always just like, I don't know why, but everything just works out for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't understand why, but the universe always makes things work out for me. Like, it was like, just... I'm so lucky. We were just like, we're I'm so, so lucky. lucky. Everything works out. I'm so lucky that everything just always, like, works for us. It was literally just, like, an experiment. We were like, let's see if it works. And, like, it literally it works. Does. Everything like, just works out. It, everything works out. Use that. Literally use that. Like, just try it and see. Yeah. Because, like, especially in college, like, that shit is so powerful. Lucky girl syndrome is essentially where you just believe that you're the luckiest person ever, and you become it. And the reason this works is because we're using the law of assumption which is that which you believe to be true becomes your reality this is obviously what i teach all over my page our mental conversations create our reality lucky girl syndrome is the way forward and if you don't know what it is or how to do it then you're in the right place this is the best trend to ever exist on tiktok because it's finally making manifestation easy to understand and accessible for so many people so what is it lucky girl syndrome is believing that you're the luckiest girl in the world everything you want is already on its way to you and the universe is literally rigged in your favor the way i implement this into my daily lifestyle is through two methods one affirmations and i use my vision board to help me with this you're gonna listen to what i'm about to say because this is gonna change your fucking life ever since i started to do this shit started flying at my face i genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people i know like i get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere literally no better way to explain it than like it feels like the odds are completely in my favor and the thing is it wasn't until i genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face like i'm not kidding okay so how do you get lucky girl syndrome first realize this is going to be a practice and like a game to play with your mind lucky girl syndrome is a way to justify to your brain why everything you want always works out in your favor because you have this syndrome you can't help it it's lucky girl syndrome you caught it you have it this is not just woo woo shit this is a mindset tool to bring awareness to and catch how often you're telling yourself the opposite thing These are the affirmations that are gonna give you the lucky girl syndrome. The lucky girl syndrome is when you get everything that you want in life. Bookmark this, use this consistently for seven days, and come back to let me know exactly how it changed your reality. Here's how you can rewire your brain to access that lucky girl syndrome that everyone's talking about. That belief that everything really goes your way. I'm Emily, I'm a brain training specialist and a hypnosis practitioner for actors and performers and content creators, so make sure to hit that follow button. 
For those of you who might not have put two and two together, it looks like a whole new generation of folks has stumbled back asswards into one of the most toxic forms of new age spirituality, the law of attraction. What is the law of attraction? Well, that's what we're going to talk about this month. We're going to talk about the history. We're going to talk about why it's terrible. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's we're going to talk about its history and why it's terrible. Because law of attraction is the most toxic piece of New Age spirituality that has ever infested itself within the modern witchcraft movement. Yeah. So let's get into the history first. Most of this goes back to a guy named Phineas Quimby. Born in 1802 in New Hampshire and raised in Maine, he had very little formal education. Uh, according to his letters, he got tuberculosis, though, when he was young. And not finding any real effective treatments available, he decided to go out and find one for himself. His, his cure was horseback riding, apparently. I'm, I'm not kidding. Well, I'm kidding a little bit, but uh, he didn't think the actual riding the horse uh, part is what made him feel better, but that him feeling happy about something while riding the horse, that's what made him feel better. And with the contemporary medical science failing him and his apparent horseback relief, Quimby decided that all doctors were con men. I don't know how you make that jump, but... Yeah. In a manuscript published after his death, Quimby said, Thus man is a mere lump of clay in the hands of blind guides, and whatever they say to the people they believe, their beliefs disturb their minds, and doctors sow the seed of disease, which they nurse till it grows to a belief. Then comes the misery. And like, I get it. Medical science in the 19th century was not the best. And it's true that a positive outlook has been shown to help people's recovery. But that's a fucking leap, man. <laughs> Quimby decided that his positive thoughts had cured himself of his tuberculosis. And he got super into mesmerism and hypnosis. And he began to tour healing people through the power of mesmerism. Whether or not he believed all diseases could be cured by the power of the mind is debated. But some folks definitely got that idea from him that it could. You know, like his follower, uh, Mary Baker Eddy, who, who went out to go found Christian science. That's a whole can of worms that we're not going to dig into, but yeah. Now, another figure who enters the story is uh, Warren Felt Evans. Now, some sources say that Evans started down this road when he sought healing from Quimby in 1864, but there, there are some people who dispute that. Um, in any case, Evans is usually credited as the first author of the New Thought Movement. Uh, Quimby really started the New Thought Movement, but Evans is where it, it gains kind of its, its form. Uh, a Sweden... Oregon minister, uh, Evans built off of Quimby's work and pushed that a person could heal themselves again through positive thoughts. Now we've mentioned Quimby, we've mentioned Mary Baker Eddy, we have 
mentioned Warren Felt Evans. And there's one more figure that we need to get into this picture. So we've got uh, Quimby going around being a, you know, healing people through mesmerism and curing them of their diseases through positive thinking. We've got uh, the Christian science coming out of this. We've got um, Warren Felt Evans going around pushing that people could heal themselves through positive thoughts. And what really takes it to the next step is when um, Prentice Mulford enters the picture. And Mulford wrote a series of essays titled Your Forces and How to Use Them between 1886 and 1892. These essays he built on Quimby's work and within them coined the terms New Thought and, importantly, The Law of Attraction. The Law of Attraction is the idea that whatever you mentally dwell on or focus on or think about, that's what ends up happening to you. If you expect something to happen, it will. And it's always operating whether you know about it or not, whether you intend to do it or not. Good things happen to people who think good things. And bad things happen to people who think bad things. And this, this is where we get the New Thought Movement. The New Thought Movement is held together by a few core concepts. I'm just going to quote the Wikipedia text here for simplicity's sake, but these four ideas are, um, one, God or infinite intelligence is supreme, universal, and everlasting. Two, divinity dwells within each person and that all people are spiritual beings. Three, and this I quote is, the highest spiritual principle is loving one another unconditionally and teaching and healing one another. And four, our mental states are carried forward into manifestation and become our experience in daily living. You may have also heard a very important word in that last one. Manifesting. manifesting are you starting to think about where you might have heard this <laughs> now people try to link these ideas to eastern roots to exotify them and while it's true you can find some similar ideas in religions like hinduism it's not really quite the same and it's very cherry-picked without the greater context of the third largest religion in the world there's a whole Blavatsky-adjacent influence on this whole ordeal we're not really going to dig into here. But I'm just going to say, if you're interested in the ideas of Hinduism, I recommend actually studying Hinduism and not the distilled for-profit version sold by hucksters who maybe skimmed the Upanishads once at best. And I actually doubt even that. Now, as an aside, it's important to know that the New Thought movement also has a strong Christian impact. And many of its iterations have drawn on it quite a bit. It's out of the New Thought movement and the Law of Attraction where we get the idea of prosperity gospel. <sighs> prosperity gospel, for those who haven't somehow never encountered it, you lucky, lucky people. And that is if you believe hard enough, good things come to you. And that bad things happen to people because they don't believe in God hard enough. Um, adherents to prosperity theology think things can be achieved through giving money to the church, visualizations positive confessions it's the law of attraction in a funny hat and uh, it's what drives a lot of the televangelism movement so uh 
yeah, you can take the mega church and shove it. Anyways, the law of attraction has been pushed in various places, including uh, Norman Vincent Peale's 1952 book, The Power of Positive Thinking, where he framed it in a very Christian context. But the version most people these days are familiar with can be found in 2006's The Secret by Australian television producer Rhonda Byrne. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Rhonda Byrne right. I don't feel like looking it up. I do not care. Do not care. But I'm going to say I, I did not bother looking up the pronunciation of her name. Uh, both a documentary and a book that followed it, Byrne claims that all great people in history knew about the law of attraction, including folks who were super dead before a new thought came around. So that's a pretty impressive trick. Uh, did she you know, get a medium to go contact Beethoven and ask him? And also, like, Lincoln? She's like, credits Lincoln. Lincoln, apparently, was using the law of attraction. And that makes me ask, did Lincoln hate that play so much that he visualized getting shot in the head? Is that, like, is it all his fault? Anyways. The, <laughs> the secret became a massive phenomenon, in part helped by it being featured on Oprah Winfrey. This brought the law of attraction to a mainstream modern audience. And by mainstream, I mean largely white, middle-class suburbanites. You know, New Agers. The New Age movement has always sat pretty adjacent to the modern witchcraft movement, though. And ideas that are trendy in one often end up being trendy in the other. And over the last decade and a half, guess what's infested itself? The law of attraction. It is... Remarkable how many times I will go onto social media and go to some witch's, you know, TikTok video or a witch blur page, you know, some Tumblr blog and see people talking about doing things through manifesting, acting, doing things through the law of attraction. It's it is insidious and it is everywhere right now. The law of attraction is a deeply toxic and harmful idea, but it doesn't always look like that at first. The idea that thinking positive things will bring good things into your life is seductive. It's the simple act of wanting and then just thinking the right thing is all you have to do. That's not, that's not all that the law of attraction says. You see, I touched on it briefly earlier, but there's a very, very shitty side to this coin. <laughs> you see, it says good thoughts bring good things. And again, as I said earlier, bad thoughts bring bad things. That's right. Your negative thoughts bring negative things to you. The law of attraction pretty much says that people are responsible for the bad things that happen to them because they didn't think right. And what you find in some new age groups are people telling people who have had the most awful things happen to them that things could be better and that things will be better if they had just visualized better outcomes. If they just think better things, you'll see people dismiss people living in the worst circumstances and, and say that everything would be all right if you just 
Have a positive outlook. Take a walk. It's your own fault if you don't feel better. It's toxic. It's victim blaming. And it's about the grossest thing I have ever heard of. It centers the self and not the community. People think they have what they have because they thought right and therefore blame people who don't have those things for their circumstances. It's the idea that if you have things, it's because you are deserving and the people who don't have those things aren't deserving and that they could be deserving if they just thought better about stuff. It's gross. It's toxic. And it's a poison. And the fact is, we've let it bleed into the witchcraft community so many times that when I made a video that even mentioned manifesting, I enraged a bunch of people in my comment section. It is disgusting. And it is frustrating that it has wormed its way in here. And now you may say to Trey, hey, Trey, Trey, you perform magic. How is that different than manifesting? Like, how is that different? Like, when a witch casts a spell that is an action that the witch is taking, right? Like, I'm doing a thing. It's not my inherent value that's being judged. It's not my unconscious thoughts that are being judged because the law of attraction judges those unconscious thoughts. I'm a person with anxiety. According to the law of attraction, awful things, any bad thing that's happened to me could, is supposed to be my fault because of the... <laughs> because of my generalized anxiety disorder making me worry about things that don't need to be worried about. And look, having a positive outlook is a good thing in life. It, you'll, you'll just genuinely be a happier person. But all, all having a positive outlook does is make you look at things that happen to you in a nicer light. It doesn't change the things that happen to you. The things that happen to you are the same. It's That is only a reflection of how you are dealing and processing with those circumstances. And we do know that like in medical situations, having a positive outlook helps your body heal. But that is again, not your fault that you were sick to begin with. And, and again, uh, mundane before magical, we in, in medical situations, we seek the advice of doctors. We take our medicine. <laughs> we do not use magical cures as a replacement all right and i say this as a diabetic <laughs> hoping and positive thoughts is not going to get my a1c down <laughs> trust me i would have tried it already and i was going to do this episode because this was bad enough right that i keep seeing all this manifesting stuff in witchcraft spaces but this new lucky girl trend is a TikTok trend repackaging it for a new generation. 
and re-mainstreaming it in a whole new way. And it's just dangerous and gross and bad. And it just boggles my mind that people can't see this. That, that people don't recognize this. So, yeah. The law of attraction is bad and garbage, and you shouldn't do it. It's bad. <laughs> like, I guess if the con in conclusion, don't fucking do it. Don't promote it. Don't be that person. D don't. That's that's what I have to say on the topic this month. Um, I know it's a shorter episode. I haven't done an episode this short in a while, but uh, sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's inevitable. This is the length of the show normally. We gave you some long episodes in the middle as a treat, but we're back to our regular episode length because, frankly, this shit is emotionally exhausting. And this emotionally exhausting shit is brought to you by my lovely patrons on Patreon. Who make all of this happen. Remember, for just a dollar a month, you can get this show a whole week early. You can watch my... You can, you can see the slow dissolving of my mental status happen a week earlier than everybody else. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to those at my shout out level of uh, Stephanie Graves, Lindsay Dosey, Bruce Norville, Courtney, Amber Schmidt, Echo of Truth, Claire Dennis, Kayla Burkowski, and Katie Williams. Um, remember, if you can't afford to contribute to the show, I understand, but please share the show then on social media. Um, just promote the heck out of the episodes. Also, you can follow me on social media. Uh, I am on Tumblr, uh, T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N dot Tumblr dot com. I am on uh, TikTok, uh, T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N is my, my TikTok username. Um, I have a backup TikTok, which is T-R-A-E-D-O-R-N. Um, but those are, the, those are the only two accounts that are me. There are some fakers pretending to be me re-uploading my videos, which is weird. Then they try to sell you readings or some shit. And I'm like, I don't do readings. I'm the worst person to pretend to be to do that. Um... <laughs> Besides TikTok, you can follow the show on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. Again, only follow the show page. Don't reach out to me personally on Facebook. I will cry. Uh, if you want to talk to me directly, uh, you can actually join our Discord. The Nerd and Tie Podcast Network has a Discord, and you can find invoice at nerdandtie.com slash Discord. And, uh, you know... There are a lot of other great shows on the network, but Brina Garen's Hex Positive has actually started updating again, and you should check that show out if you want more witchy content on a regular basis from Skeptical Witches. Uh, Bree's show is great, and you can find her show at nerdandtie.com slash hex. You can find a whole range of podcasts from actual play to true crime um, on nerdandtie.com, so you should check those out. They're fun. There, there are more shows involving me. I've, I, I do a couple of actual play shows. They're very fun. You, you, sh you, sh you should listen to them. But uh, also, this show is, uh, we are doing these on YouTube now, and uh, we've been experimenting with video for a few months. I mean, the episodes always went up on YouTube just as audio only with like a visualizer or something, but these last few episodes we've been experimenting with video versions. Um, I'm doing a video version of this right now. It's not that special. It's literally just me talking to you 
in a camera, but you know, hey, you can see my lovely face, and isn't that fun? Um, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in yet again, uh, my majickens. And uh, remember, uh, dirt in our fingernails, brick in our hands. And I'll talk to you, majickens, next month.